Welcome back, everybody, to your creativity. We're back in the Hatch Family Chocolates basement. How are you, Steve? We're in the dungeon. The dungeon. Yeah, I'm good. Good. What's up? Well, okay, I told you as I came in, like, uh-huh. there's girls at my house, like a three-year-old and a six-year-old. There's glitter freaking everywhere. <laughs> and I'm just saying, like, everywhere on my floor, there's glitter. There's glitter on me after, like, I, on my towels. There's glitter everywhere. <laughs> I'm, girls are the devil. I mean, that's pretty much all I know is they are the devil. Well, that's okay. it. Okay, well, we, we have a girl guest. Well... <laughs> She's not looking too glittery at the moment, so <laughs> so that's a good sign to start off with. Well, I, I've practiced this intro in my head a lot, so I'm not going to screw up this one. Our guest is an actress, a blogger, a blogger, a fashionista, a model, a mom, and more. Wow, yeah. Summer Balesta. How yes, are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. No problem. You reached out to the Utah Podcast Network Instagram saying, I want to be on one of your shows. Yeah, I've got two projects coming up and I'm like looking for places to share the project and get people excited about it. And yeah, I loved um, another podcast that you guys did with um, the BYU TV show that uh, my kids love. Dwight and Shining Armor. Dwight and Shining Armor. I love that one. It was so cute. And I was like, this would be so fun. Have you watched this show yet, Steve? Yes. Seen, I've <laughs> seen it as I scroll through the channels. But your girls that you got over—that's a perfect show. You're saying for them that they watch. would watch it? Yes. It's a very fun show. Yeah, my kids love it. I hear kid voices like narrating like kid shows in my head all the time <laughs> because that's what I fall asleep to. It's just like mm-hmm. just like they all sound the same. You're saying Dwight and Shining Armor is the different? It is different in the fact that it's um, a lot of fun, and some of those kid shows can be really annoying. And it doesn't it doesn't go down that that path. It's just more fun and fantastical, and I like it. I like both the main characters too. And it's it's this medieval princess who gets mm-hmm. frozen in time and brought into present time. It's fun. Yeah. All right. So I need to I need to watch yep. it. Download yeah. the BYU TV app and and watch it. Oh, so you're getting way more technical than I would. Okay. Like downloading <laughs> the app. I mean, I would just be like. Well, I'm, I'm not sure what the rerun situation is on BYU TV. So. I can YouTube. I can Google that yeah. shit. Okay. Oh, sorry. I swear, Summer. So, like, Dylan's like, <laughs> Thanks for the heads one. up. So, yeah. Thanks just for warn, the heads like, up. Like, warn your family and everybody before. <laughs> just say, Steve yeah. swears. And his dad's even there, and he tries to stop me. It just doesn't. It just, it, it just doesn't. No worries here. I'll try to say fudge sickle and, and stuff. <laughs> Fork. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good place for So wait, Summer, you came in, originally you were from Chicago? Yep, I'm from How Chicago. How long were you there? Like when, what ages? I was born there and then I started modeling actually when I was four and then I started doing it full time around 16 and then I, I did, I lived in Japan four times, I did Europe, Paris, London, Germany, New York and then... I was living in New York and I was act, uh, modeling and I'm like, this is modeling's fun, but I'd love to do more acting. So I drove all the way across the country to LA and have been there ever since. Pretty did much. Did you have any family or anybody in LA or you nope. just did it on your own? I just did it on my own. Even at 17, my first trip, I believe to Japan, I went solo. 
Wow. Okay. Wow. My daughter will not be doing the same thing. <laughs> P.S. But, but I, you know, my family, we don't come from a ton of money. And so my mom was either like, you can, you have this amazing opportunity to do this. And, you know, you got a good head on your shoulders. So good luck. <laughs> and I was really excited that I got to, that I got to go. But it definitely was a lot, a lot. A lot of action. <laughs> did, so did you have a, do you have a place that stands out that you were just like totally not expecting when you went to visit there? Like Japan, well, did you have any expectations or? Well, what? I will say my first trip to Japan, I, being from Chicago, I'm very meat and potatoes gal. And my mom hated fish, so we just never ate fish. And then you'd go on these jobs and your breakfast would be fish your lunch would be fish, your dinner would be fish. And I ate a ton at like McDonald's and 7-Eleven the and whole three months I lived there. And I, I didn't like fish, I didn't wanna try it. And then I made a lot of money there. So I'm like, okay, I'll go back. And then I, my second trip, I started really enjoying more of the food and I really got into sushi. And then every trip after just got better and better, getting to experience the culture more, being open to trying crazy food that I'd never, you know, would never have tried before. <laughs> See, I'm kind of, I think I, my experience would be the 7-Eleven and McDonald's or I would become a That's vegetarian. That's my experience in America. Yeah. <laughs> <Is that laughs> well, their, their 7-Elevens and AMPMs are so good. They've got a lot. They like, they have perfected them. Is it like the hotel breakfast thing where there's eggs and croissants they, and... Um, I don't know about that. They just have lots of like yummy treats and um, they have these rice triangle things that I love. They just, they've got a lot of good action hmm. and a lot of chocolate that I like, treats that I like that you can only get there. Chocolate, I can relate to. Yeah. So I'm okay with the chocolate. Yeah. So did they, the modeling, you did that for however many years. Yeah. Did that Forever. experience help you to become an actress? Or yeah, did yes, it, was it even sure. connected? So I started doing commercials even when I was, I think my first commercial, I was like five or six. Um, so I've always kind of been doing both. I think it was hard when I first started modeling uh, or acting at 19, 20, 21. A lot of the roles I got, I had to say no to. Um, so it was like a very, it was a struggle because I didn't want to be naked <laughs> and I didn't want to be, you know, um, just some of the roles were not my cup of tea and having to say no. When you come from modeling, a lot of the roles that you get you get asked to do are nudity and other stuff that, that I just wasn't really interested in. So it was a hard road. Um, Can you describe that struggle? Like I imagine that struggle going through, is this a stupid thing to say no? Or what was that like? Well, I will say when I modeled, I already knew, I had had a few things happen like me putting a line here and then people going over the line and figuring out exactly who me as a woman, who, what I wanted to do and be. And I had a line that I was pretty strong about by the time I got into acting. So I had already figured out what I felt comfortable doing and the type of person that I, I wanted to be. Um, I mean, I have a lot of friends you know, I was really grateful. I, I was with Ford modeling and I was really grateful for them that they never pushed me to do anything that I didn't. There was enough girls that did nudity and, you know, so they, they were fine with that. I appreciated that. Um, 
when you get into acting and all you keep saying no to stuff though your agent is not is not as as like, friendly yes not, yes come on summer you're killing me <laughs> yeah and so you end up you know having people drop you because you, you won't say yes to enough stuff um and that kind of led me to doing a youtube channel with my best friend um brooke white who's awesome and we kind of wanted to be able to control more of the content that we were putting out there so we did a youtube channel and that was great especially when you add motherhood into the mix um you know, we, I had three kids during that time. She had two kids during that time. And it was really fun that we got to still be creative, but also really have control over what we're putting out there and not having to do other people's stuff. And my husband is a filmmaker. And so we, we had been struggling with that whole process. And we made our first film, Amber Alert, that I was in. And then, so we kind of figured out we have to create our own. You have to create your own stuff that you want to be in so you can control it yeah yep that but th i think that's a really powerful lesson mm -hmm. like i think that some people just sit back and they're kind of like well you know i tried i did what what i had and they said no so that's it mm -hmm. um but i think it took something to actually keep pushing forward what made you what do you credit mm -hmm. that to i mean i think i don't know if i'm good at anything else so i'm like this is what i do this is what I do, and I, I create things, um, and I just, I don't know what else I would do. I think it's, I, I hear people being like, oh, I'm so scared to do creative things, or I'm so, oh, I just don't know. I'm scared not to do them. I'm like, I want to live my life and not ever feel like I didn't do or try. So, yeah, I feel like just keep on trying, and and I think I also am very optimistic, and that helps me out a ton. My husband, on the other hand, tends to be more pessimistic. And it's interesting, the kind of yin and yang that we have, you know, I'm always like, there's a way we could do this. And even our first film, he had a script that went, that got optioned by a ton of different studios, and we were really excited, and they take it for a year, and then whatever would happen, and it never would get made. And we ended up being like, okay, how much money do we have in our bank account? let's make a version of this film with, with that amount. And it was $5,000 and we made our first film. Um, you know, the, the idea itself was more of like a $7 million film. So he had to change a lot of it. He made it more found footage so we can use one single camera and we don't have to worry about sound because it, it makes it scarier and more suspenseful thinking that it is just some friends with a camera. And we're, we, we felt like we won the independent film lottery because WME saw our trailer and helped us sell it. And we were the second most watched film on, my, on uh, Netflix. That is awesome. What yeah. year was that? Do you remember? I, I want to say like seven years ago. 2012. Okay. That's 2012. Huge. That's yeah. huge, though, because like that was when Netflix was just big. Like, yeah. Now everybody knows about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Do you know where it's streaming right now? So people Right now it is on Amazon. Okay. So the original you can watch on Amazon and we actually actually I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it, but we are making the Okay, my mom original listens one. to this. Yeah. So I'm just <laughs> saying just, like just as I, I mean <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um we are making his original vision. We're able to do that. We're gonna be oh, that's um cool. we're gonna be making it probably in December. 
We have everything lined up and we're waiting on an actor right now. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if what happens, but it's moving forward, which is really exciting. Uh, do you, and you, you talked about your daughter. Mm-hmm. Do, do you have how many kids? I have three kids, two boys, 10, eight, and the youngest is my daughter who's four. And are, do you want them to get into acting or do they do it? I don't not want them to get into acting. I would never push them towards it, um, but they do enjoy seeing us be creative. They've been in our YouTube videos since they were little and they do. Um, my oldest was in like a Red Robin commercial, which they'll get, they get stuff just being kind of um, with us and us doing stuff. They get offers to do jobs and, and if they want to do it, we, we totally support them doing it. But yeah, modeling, my daughter, I'm like, I will not leave your side till you're 21 at least. You'll be 30 (laughs) and I'm still attached to you. 100%. Yeah, if she'll let me, I will be there. When when we date, it will be three of us. Whoever you date and mom. Probably my husband will be on that side of things. He'll be like, for dates, he'll be... I'll be spying on them and <laughs> where I, for work more, I'll be like, I've been here. I know, I know the things that happen here. So I'm keeping my eyes open. I'm watching you out, not her, but the other people around her. Uh, another big project to yours is um, deal or no deal on yeah. CSNBC. Mm-hmm. H- how long has that been on and what are its plans right now? So, yeah, I'm on the reboot. So you have the original that yeah. I, that went for like a decade. I don't even yeah. know how long. Quite a while. Yeah, and then they just did a reboot three years ago now, and we did two seasons. They were gearing up to do the third season when COVID happened. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> and it is a big production. There's 28 of us girls, Howie, a huge audience. Like, the, the crew is massive. So it's not like a little production that you could kind of, you know, it, that's a lot of COVID tests, and yeah. it's an intense process but it's so much fun I love doing it in fact it was my first audition back from having kids so I had done the YouTube channel and one of my friends actually the friend that I'm helping here in Utah start a little um, project he wanted to book me for something he's like hey you need to get an agent so I can book you for this job and I'm like okay so I got an agent and she was like oh I have another audition that I think you'd be great for Deal or no deal. And I'm like, well, I auditioned when I was 19 and didn't get it. So I don't think the uh, mom version of me is going to get it. But she's like, well, I'm just submitting you. They're looking for all types of people. And I was like, okay, fine. And they auditioned, I think, 30,000 women. And I, when I got the call back, I was like, what? Are you sure? Do you um, have the wrong person? Yeah, are you sure you that I'm the one you want? But it was really interesting because they did very long auditions. Usually you go in... What's your name? What's your favorite color? Turn around. See you later. And this one, they really wanted to find people that had something to say, that were confident, that um, weren't just like, you look pretty, um, you know, stand by, by the briefcase. Um, they definitely wanted, an, and the proof in that is that all of the girls that are on there are really amazing people, and we all got along. There was maybe one little fight and we shot 30 days, 35 days straight, intense, very intense, long days wow. in crappy heels that like it, 
it was probably one of the most physically hard things I've ever had to done, even probably worse than giving birth. <laughs> it was intense pain. Standing for like 10 hours in, in heels was very, was hard. Wow. You talked about COVID. Mm -hmm. Did you see any, I know COVID sucked for everybody, but mm -hmm. did you see any good that came out of it that maybe helped you evolve some of your ideas or projects? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, there's always, you know, good and bad in most things. And I think one thing that I really loved is that I got to spend a lot of time with, like, our family. Um, being together as a family, living in L.A., like, the first, I don't know, 10, 11 months, we just hung out at home and didn't never left our house. Um, we went, every once in a while, we go on a Friday to Chick-fil-A through the drive-thru, and that was it. And so I think it was really fun that we got to just really focus on our family and hang out and enjoy that time together. We decided to homeschool our kids during that time. And um, it was like a really special time to get to do that. Um, I also, I bought a house in Lake Arrowhead, which is up in the mountains from LA. And I, I gutted it and I redid the whole entire house, which is something that was really fun. And the kids helped with things and um, we ended up, uh, moving out of LA, even though we're, we're still probably about the same distance to downtown LA, but, and now we're up in the mountains. If, if I can call <laughs> being in the real mountains, I don't know if I can call Lake Arrowhead real mountains, call but it real mountains. <laughs> so we, real California mountains. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that was a lot of fun too, getting to really focus on redoing that house. It was fun. And you documented it. Yes. The bit. Modern Lodge is the Instagram account that I did like from the beginning. And I'm about to release a bunch of before and afters because I finally got phase one done. And so I'm going to share kind of where it was and where it's, it's uh, or where, yeah, where it was and where it is now. So if there's a teenager mm -hmm. that wants to do what you do, what advice would you give to them about like even starting their own channels or or blogging, what? Run, do not do it. Get out of <laughs> no, here. No, no. I would say start right now, wherever you're at. Start being creative. Start, um, I mean, what's great about technology now is that there's so many opportunities that aren't super expensive that you can be creative and you can get yourself to audiences that you can build a little fan base of people that like what you do. So I would say just start right now, wherever you're at, don't, you know, judge yourself. Don't think you have to be perfect. Just, just start. I like that. But don't have the three kids at 17. <laughs> yeah. The family you can wait on. Yeah, you can wait a little bit on that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Through all these experiences, what's maybe one lesson that you've learned? or like the greatest advice that has ever been given to you? Hmm. Um, that's, I'm going to say that kind of the op <laughs> the opposite <laughs> of that question is you get so much bad advice of people that want to tell you that it's too hard. Like you can't, especially coming from being a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, like I had young women's leaders who said like, you can't be a member of the church and be creative and do these things. And for me, that was 
really hard because I'm like, well, I'm already doing these things. So, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm not, you know, going to be a good member. I don't know because I'm already creative. And, and so like really figuring out who I am and what I can do, like don't listen to bad advice. People that have fear, people who don't know your life experience and what your dreams are, don't listen to them. There's so many people that just, they just don't have the imagination for this kind of thing. And I, my advice would be just don't listen to the bad advice. I, I liked how you talked about earlier that you guys, that you were an optimist and that your husband's kind of like, well, I don't know how we can do this. And, you know, you said that on a lot of these projects, instead of just listening to the no, you actually just said, well, okay, let's figure out how to do it. Mm -hmm. I think that's a valuable lesson. Like for even kind of what you just said for all these kids, not listening to the wrong advice, but trusting yourself. Has mm -hmm. there been an instance where you couldn't find a solution to some of these problems? For sure. Um, when, when you model, you go out on probably 25, 30 auditions and you, before you get a yes. So you have no, 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 no. One yes. And I think that really, having that as my background really helped not being sad about no's or not rejection, not letting that get me down. And I think I've had a lot of, a lot of things that haven't worked out. Um, you know, I started a clothing line. I had a fashion magazine, doing the YouTube channel. All those things ended at a certain point, but I, I would not change anything. I feel like each, each creative endeavor that I went on, I learned, and that has helped me be the best producer and actor now that I wouldn't be if I didn't have those experiences. So even things that happen that are, you could look at and say, this is a failure. This didn't work out. This didn't make me millions of dollars. And, but that's not really why I did it. I wanted to create. Um, so knowing that if you're in this field and you want to do this, you are going to get a lot of no's and things are going to be hard and they're not going to work out all the time. And the failures were maybe not really a failure more than a, just a lesson of what mm -hmm. to do different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like a, even a collection of skills and that helped me in my next project. I love that. Actually, I love that a lot. That's a, mm -hmm. that's a good thing. Things happen for a reason, then they lead mm -hmm. one into another. Um, who inspires you? Um, I mean, I have a mom who is super strong. And she would say she's not creative, but I disagree with that. I think just because you're not in the entertainment industry does not mean you're not creative. There, there can be accountants, well, accountants that are creative. I don't know if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want but. that accountant. So if you like, so yeah. But, you know, in, in a lot of different fields, a lot of different skill sets, there, you, ha you have to be creative. Um, but sometimes we have, in our mind, an idea of what that looks like. But she's strong, she's smart, and I think she's definitely an inspiration for me. Also, I have an amazing group of friends that do creative things, that we all get to do creative things together. My best friend, Brooke, she's one of those that we really, it's great when you have those friends that you can talk about all the good and the bad and they understand where you're coming from or trying to understand where you're coming from. And this industry, she's in the music industry and there's a lot of overlap. And so 
it's good having someone that understands that and we can push each other and yeah. And just lament the hard times and, and buoy each other up and be like, we're still doing this though. <laughs> and she's in this, one of the new projects with you. Yes. Funny thing about love is a romantic comedy that we are both in together, which is really fun. Tell, tell us about the project. So it is um, about a woman who is coming home and bringing her boyfriend to meet the family for Thanksgiving. And Brooke plays my sister-in-law. So John Heater plays my brother. And he's married to Brooke. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was so much fun. We all had such a blast hanging out. And especially with COVID too, like we were in a little bubble so at a, we shot at a time where the whole world was masked up and we got tested a lot. We only had to interact with each other. And so we were able not to be masked up. They were in your bubble. They were in our bubble, yes. And so we, it was fun to like, for a little bit, just feel like things were back to normal in that way, which was nice and fun. And a, a fun bubble. Um, you mentioned mm -hmm. um, Mr. Napoleon. Um, yep. John Heater. John, mm-hmm. And the comedian, Kayvon. Kayvon, yep. Drybar special. Yes, yes. <laughs> gotta, gotta push my In job. fact, I I'll watched the Drybar special <laughs> before I shot the film with him to check him out. <laughs> yeah. And I loved it. I thought he was super funny in that one. And then um, Jason Gray from... Jason Gray, from yeah. Studio C. So Jason Gray plays my boyfriend, and Kayvon plays Brooke's brother, who I used to date. Oh, <laughs> if you, we need like a family chart so you can keep all the connections straight. But and mm -hmm. then um, a couple of major TV stars, Barry Corbin from Northern Exposure. Yes. He's and, very sweet. Um, Pat Flynn from The Middle. And I love Pat. Stuff. Pat played my dad. And one of my favorite scenes in the in the film is us. It's such a sweet scene. And he's such an amazing comedian. Just his his comedic timing is just so good. But we had a really sweet scene together. And he's like, this is the first time I've actually played a good dad. Like, usually the dads are, like, dumb or, you know, like, you're the butt of the joke. But he plays a dad that just really loves his family and his daughter. And um, we just have a really sweet scene in it. And it was great playing uh, opposite him. He's so fun. Yeah, I, I like him. And we're Facebook friends. We haven't chatted yet. Come on, Pat. Right yeah. back. Um, <laughs> And then um, I might be able to connect you guys. You're okay. not real friends unless you're Facebook friends. <laughs> That's right. So I think you started out as real friends. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. don't know. And I, so I, I've been told. I'm Facebook friends with both the South Park guys. Ah. Matt Stone mm -hmm. approved. Dude, you are way amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then like uh, another guest star is somebody that is in Tokyo right now and yes. won a major, a major award. No big deal. Just winning <laughs> silver medals. Yes. Michaela, she's so fun. And it was all, it's really when they had me come onto the project. Um, in fact, this is very, very random. I lived in Arizona for a little bit and I, I love working. I love doing lots of things. And at the time I worked part-time as a, manager at a movie theater and my husband and I literally see so many movies we're like we're gonna save thousands of dollars and we did um but another producer or another manager that was there we both did film so we bonded right away we have like the top 
our top five films are like the same. So we just had a bond really quick. And he brought me onto this project uh, like a decade later. Uh, he brought me onto this project. And then I talked Brooke into coming and on. And Brooke actually did a music video with John that's hilarious. And we also have a lot of mutual friends with John. And so we talked him into coming on. And then there was a few little small parts that I asked if I could help cast. Um, Michaela was one of them. Our on-set photographer, Levitt, uh, she's awesome. And she's her, her cousin's wife. Anyway. Carry the two. Yeah. <laughs> her, yeah. Second cousin. But then also my friend Alex, who's a big Pinterest influencer, and Jenny Comenda, who's a big Instagram, and she's an amazing interior designer. They're all in it also. So I got to bring on a few fun people to do cameos that I have connections with. So it was it's a really fun, special project for me. Very cool. Is there a trailer or a release date or anything set up yet? It will be released in November for Thanksgiving and more information coming. So if you go to my Instagram, Summer Balesa, I'll make sure you won't be able to shut me up about, <laughs> about the project when, once we have a release date. Is Instagram the best place to find you? Yeah. Or like all of your projects? Yep. Okay. Yes. I, that's the main place that I live and, and share. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When creating, what situations are most creative for you? I guess it depends on the project, but we're, what are some really creative situations for you? Um, I really enjoy creating. Uh, I mean, I think film is very collaborative and I love being collaborative. So for me, um, working with friends, coming up with ideas and my husband. So my husband and I have a film coming out in October and it'll be at all the places on iTunes and it is a suspense thriller Eminence. Eminence, yes. And that's really, it's really fun to get to work with Carrie in that way and with different friends creating. Those are my favorite type of, of creations. When you guys are working on a project, mm -hmm. are you fighting on set the whole time? And are you like biting your tongue a lot? And then it's like, well, hey, would you, let's go home and cook dinner. <laughs> it is funny because I think when you work with your significant other, you do talk to each other in a way that I would never talk to another director or producer, you know, because, because he's my husband. I'm like, stop doing that. Get in, do the doula, you know? Um, you can work it a little bit. Yes. But I will say that when it's his project and he's directing, I'm very aware of his mindset and how much stress he has. And I very much bite my tongue a lot and make sure that, that, that I'm not another worry or stress for him on set so I think I'm, I'm very aware of that and make sure that I'm helping him and that's my job as a producer and as a wife like make sure that he's set up to be the best director he can be when he does it yeah very. actually that's awesome advice too I like that hmm. um I've gotten through all my questions um well except the bonus questions let's start with some of those all right you're on your creativity. So uh, what does creativity mean to you? Um, I think creativity is really just 
putting yourself out there and creating. And, and again, I know we touched on it earlier. Like it's not just, you know, filmmaking or art. Um, you can be creative in your life, the type of life that you're leading, the type of um, whatever you're putting out into the world, that's you being creative. Awesome. Who's your favorite Muppet and why? My favorite Muppet. Yep. I mean... Anything Jim Henson, so... Miss Piggy, for sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she is fabulous. I loved her growing up. I always was like, you are amazing. I want to be you when I grow up. She's sassy. She's strong. She's stylish. 100%. So are you getting there? Are you close? Or have you done it? I don't think I'll ever even reach <laughs> partly, but she's still my inspiration. And then the last one is, in the movie of your life, who would play you? It always weirds me out when I ask this of an actor. Hmm. Who would play me? I feel like it'd have to be someone super young that we barely even know by the time I would be having a biopic. But, I mean, I'll tell you who I love right now out of the actresses that I love. Like, Emma Stone is, is at the top of my favorites. Um... I love Kate Blanchett, even though she's older than, than me, but I don't mind. If she played me, it would you know it would be good. Um, I also love who's the other redheaded actress? Um Jessica Chastain. So good. Jessica. Oh, she's so good too. I remember seeing um I'm terrible with names, the maid film <laughs> uh that she was in. Um the one with Emma Stone, the help. The Help, yes. The Help, and then she was in, like, a spy thriller in, like, the same year. Oh, is it A Call to Duty or something, or no? Oh, What's she was in the, the Soldier one, too. Anyway, oh. all the films, I was like, that is not the same person. When I, when I realized it was the same person, I'm like, she just blowed my, blowed my mind. Blew my mind. I was like, I cannot believe. She's so good, and she just gets into each of those characters. I'm like, it's amazing. Good choice. I, I, I do want to ask you uh, mm -hmm. maybe an extra bonus question. You talked about your favorite films. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are your top five? All right, let's or see. Or have they evolved? Yes. They probably have evolved since then, but what would you say your top five they are? They might not have, actually. I feel like my favorite films, my number one is Charade, the original Audrey Hepburn Charade. Beautiful movie. I love Audrey Hepburn. I could do a top five just of her films. Um, I love Amelie. Um, I mean, Breakfast at Tiffany's was, again, Audrey Hepburn is just one of my all-time favorite. Um, oh, what's, there's another French one um, that now I can't think of. Um, Price, is it Priceless? That's Audrey Tattoo also. Um, I mean... I would say in the, that realm, I don't even know how many that is. <laughs> Three? Thousands. Four? That was, well, that was about four. I think four yeah, or five. That was, four. you're good. Um, one more. Uh, I like Indiana Jones. Um, I like films that have adventure, that are interesting, that capture my attention and are stylish. It has to also be stylish for, for it to make the top 10 for me. Did you watch the Loki series? I've only, I think I'm two episodes in. What do you think of the style of that? I love how stylized it is. Yeah, I feel like I have to finish before yeah. 
I, and that's why I like, I hate to talk about something before yeah. I finished it. Yeah. Um, because I also was like, I want him to go out in the world more. Like the first two that I saw, like it's, it, he doesn't like really start. It kind of is a slow burn, I would say. So I need to finish yeah. it before I can really make a better. Are there directors comment. right now that you're kind of blown away with? Besides your husband. Yes, I mean, Carrie Valesa. He uh, is just <laughs> the best director ever. Are there... Well, okay, so actually, how can they find him? Um, he's also on Instagram, which I try to get him to do more of, but he does, he barely posts. In fact, I have I barely post. I feel like with all the noise going on in the world, it's it really takes something for me to post on there anymore. And I don't know if everyone's feeling this way, where I'm just like... Can I add to the conversation in a thoughtful way? I mean, I, I try to balance too because Instagram for me is also documentation of my family. Um, but I'm like, people don't want to see too much of that. So it's like finding that balance. People don't want the glitter on the floor. <laughs> that's that's what you're yeah. saying? They don't want to see that? You all better over? see some glitter yeah. posts, Steve. Come on. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so anyway, Instagram is where, when I feel strongly, I do post and I'm trying to get him to post more. My wife finally joined Instagram. She hasn't posted anything or is on there regularly, but she joined. So That's awesome. Baby steps. What I are need, your yeah. top five movies? Oh, yeah. I don't even know. Um, yeah, I'm not as cool as either of you. I actually <laughs> do. I find that there's some movies that I just get roped into on, on, Cable and I've never heard of them and it takes me once or twice and then I'm like whoa that actually is really deep and mm -hmm. so like the first time I watch something I may not absorb everything the second time I find different things so I I don't know if I have a top five I'm continually liking stuff mm -hmm. I I do I loved Jojo Rabbit honestly oh, Jojo like, Rabbit and, beautiful and but I yeah, mostly so loved like Jojo's, just the yeah. artistic of that but I liked um that's a film also I'd never want to watch again either. Like, I loved it. I loved watching it. I loved seeing it. And then I just can't put myself through that again. It was Yeah, I watched it twice, and it was it was tougher <sighs> the second time. It's like, because you know imagine. what's coming yes. up. And yeah. I, I love I his humor. The so. Taika Waititi as, like, a six-foot Hitler is just... <laughs> so good. Yeah, he was they, incredible. They did it really well. But, yeah. but but I think I'm all over the board. And I think that, you know, there's movies that will hit me in different days. So I just try to absorb. Mm -hmm. uh, Braveheart's my favorite. And then, um, like, Classic. older ones are sprinkled in there. I like Cary Grant. I love Cary Grant. And yeah, Charade. Yeah. He's in that one. That, and they're so cute in that film. They I'm are. I'm writing a, a script right now that's a romantic comedy that's kind of... Not at all based on that, but I want to capture the magic of them in that, which is really interesting. I don't know if you, um, how familiar you are. Cary Grant's a lot older than Audrey Hepburn in that film, and he didn't want yeah. to do it because he thought he was too old and he'd seem like creepy. <laughs> and because in the original, he was like very, um, he was the aggressor. He was the pursuer of her. And he was like, we just can't, like, I'm going to look really creepy. We can't do this. And so... Someone had the idea that Audrey would be the one that was more like into him, and and that there's just so much magic in that for me. She's so cute and charming, and and he's kind of like I'm business, I'm working, and it's just it works. It would not have worked the other way, so it's very interesting. Yeah, charade, watch it. So, um, charade. 
Summer, well, thank you. Yeah, let, let's get all your links so people can, you know, check out everything that's coming up. Yeah. Where can they find you? Where they can find, they find out about the movies? Summer Belessa, S-U-M-M-E-R-B-E-L-L-E-S-S-A. That's my Instagram. And that's the main place. Um, the Girls With Glasses is my YouTube channel that I do with my best friend, Brooke, which we aren't really doing it anymore, but we have a ton of really funny mom parodies and fun stuff to check out. But all the film stuff I'll be... I'll be pushing on probably Facebook to Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you guys so much for thank having you, me. Really you. nice to meet you guys. <laughs> what, what, what? Podcast is done, man. <laughs>